Did you miss your deadline to renew your Medicaid coverage? You can still send your completed annual review form to Healthy Connections Medicaid. You may be assigned to another health plan, but you can ask to come back to First Choice within 60 days of renewed Medicaid eligibility. It's your family. It's your choice. First Choice is the right choice. Renew and choose us. Visit selecthealthofsc.com renew to learn more. Looking for a fun way to win up to 25 times your money this football season? Test your skills on Prize Picks, the most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Just select two or more players, pick more or less on their projection for a wide variety of statistics, and place your entry. It's as easy as that. If you have the skills, you can turn $10 into $250 with just a few taps. Easy gameplay, quick withdrawals, and an enormous selection of players and stat options are what make Prize Picks the number one daily fantasy sports app. Ready to test your skills? Join the Prize Picks community of more than 7 million football fans who have already signed up. Right now, Prize Picks will match your first deposit up to $100. Just visit prizepicks.com/get100 and use code GET100. That's code GET100 at prizepicks.com slash get100 for a first deposit matchup to $100. Prize Picks, daily fantasy sports made easy. I think it's too good of a matchup for Winnipeg 2 to not go in. Yeah. Even if Wheeler is dust, doesn't matter. Yeah, Dubois and Connor can drag him along. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, whenever or wherever you're watching or listening. This is the Osmo NHL DFS Strategy Show, and I am your host, Michael Clifford, a.k.a. Slim Cliffy. Joining me today to hop into the Warner Brothers metaverse and beat up Winnie the Pooh, our single-entry assassin, Mr. Joshua Harris. Josh, how you doing today, buddy? Doing pretty good. This is one of the tougher weeks for hockey in terms of game, like scheduling. It's like 2-15, 2 so, like, there isn't another one like this until January, which is nice. So, we'll actually have some mid-sized slates where we can talk for more than 12 seconds. Yeah, exactly. Um, the, the thing with my lead-in, I saw a tweet earlier. Warner Brothers is releasing a video game, like Super Smash Brothers, but with Warner Brothers characters. So, like, you'll be, like, Superman just beating the hell out of Bugs Bunny or something like that. Like, I'm actually kind of looking forward to that. I think it would be pretty good. Uh, but we have hockey we have to talk about here today. Uh, before we get too much further, just want to thank Yahoo Fantasy for being our sponsor. They've been our sponsor all season long, and they have a tremendous giveaway uh, offer, I should say, um, that we'll talk about a little bit later. But thank you to Yahoo Fantasy. And if you guys could throw us a thumbs up before we get too too far along uh, in here. I see about 40 people watching, uh, fewer, fewer than half those thumbs. Give us a thumbs up if you couldn't. Click that subscribe button so that uh, you can... Follow along with all their DFS offers, giveaways, videos, whatever else we have going on here at Osmo. All right, let's talk about last night's slate real quick. Actually, we should jump all the way back to Tuesday. Uh, Tuesday night was the, one of the big DK nights of the year, uh, the big 4444 energy line. Uh, none of us won it. It was won by a guy we know, Matt, Matt Moody. Um, congrats to him. Uh, you and I had a decent night, both finished inside the top 10. Uh, why don't you take us through uh, uh, how that night went for you, kind of your process maybe to get to that one lineup maybe, and, and how, you know, how happy you were with the result. 
Yeah, I mean, on a huge slate like that, it is very, very difficult to get down to one lineup. So what I try to do is I try to avoid going 4-3-1, like the, the, the normal build, like the standard build for hockey lineups. So I didn't really take ownership into account. I did a 3-3-2. I had three forwards from one team. The other three was two forwards and a defenseman. And I had a one-off forward with a defenseman. And I ended up going um, – who did I go? Oh, I went – Dallas won. I went uh, Joel Erickson, Eck, Fiala, Spurgeon. And then my one-off was Huberdo with at Osmo.com. We love a good ass. Radko, good ass. And I ended up getting pretty lucky because I got Huberdo, uh, Radko, Gudis, and Spurgeon all hit the block bonus like immediately. Huberdo had the best game of anyone on Florida one because Barkov got hurt. Minnesota got absolutely destroyed, but Erickson Eck had a goal from from Fiala, so I got pretty lucky there. And then, you know, Dallas did the thing. Uh, we got a little unlucky on the empty net there. I know you had Dallas one as well, but uh, Robertson ended up hitting it for the three-point bonus. So overall, it was a pretty good night. Uh, could have been better, but like we talk about, uh, sometimes those margins are razor thin, and it didn't exactly go our way, but we still both got a top 10 finish despite only having like we were like point two apart in our lineups we only had three of the same players but we were pretty much on the same teams yeah um I was on Florida and Dallas and yeah Barkov got hurt and that you know that kind of hurt me that's I got that kind of hurt my lineup him and Anthony Duclair combined for 13 points um you're not going to win a ton of tournaments when that happens but uh, Carter Hart really came through for me and you know that's where you goaltending and defenseman you can't just throw in names um, just because you know I guess you can be just because they fit but you sh there should actually be some sort of process to picking your defensemen and goalies they're as important as your forwards like without that Carter Hart night for me um, you know I finished way way down the list so um, you do have to get a bit lucky uh, to win like you you know you want to finish at the top of these things but you do have to uh, you know get a bit lucky but we'll take our four or five x or whatever it was and we'll move right along um last night not a bad night i think kind of went uh as expected i got cleaned out in cash games actually but i did pretty well in gpps um because i had samson off carlson one off uh and then you know colorado stacks so i did well enough last night how'd you do I started off pretty good. I had Colorado, but then, you know, Kings looked like absolute trash. So ended up pulling a Jake Harry and Michael Clifford and went to sleep early. <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's something that I advocate a lot of is that, you know, if you get through the first two or three hours of the games and your lineups really aren't looking that good, there's, there's not really like unless, sometimes I'll stay up and watch a game if there's a game I want to watch but I'm not going to punish myself and watch all my teams just fall further and further out of the money I'm going to you know watch a movie or something don't be afraid to watch a movie late at night rather than duck sharks or something like that it's good for your mental health believe me um, but we do have a bunch of games that we have to get to today um, before we get too much further a like and a subscribe will help us and we have a lot uh, of free premium tools and con and data up on the site tonight uh, today like we do usually but today especially we have Thursday night football projections NBA ownership rankings and NHL ownership projections uh, so we have three sports covered for you here tonight and if you're playing NBA DFS be sure to check out Adam Schur's NBA deep dive article which is the most in-depth and free NBA DFS article that you can find anywhere all right 
This first game we have to get to is Calgary with a 3.1 implied goal total. They're going into Buffalo. The Sabres have a 2.4 implied goal total. There's not a whole lot uh, to mention here. The, I think one big line of change is that Michael Backlund uh, was moved to the second line for Calgary in place of Sean Monahan. Sean Monahan moved down to the third line. So Backlund, Mangiapane, Coleman as a third line for Calgary. That kind of looks appealing to me, but I get that there's going to be um, value and ownership probably up and down this entire Calgary lineup. So what do you like here, Josh? Yeah, so initially in the morning, I was kind of on Calgary one here. And then we started discussing uh, before the show that um, the Sabres took off the Dylan Cousins matchup off the top comp. And for a good part of the game, last game against the Leafs, the Sabres sent out Tage Thompson Skinner against Matthews. And if that's going to be the case, the Tage Thompson Skinner line is their only good defensive line and they have very good defensive numbers this year. So it kind of takes me out in one to three on Calgary one, like, listen, yeah, the Sabres are still not a great team, but that line has above average defensive numbers. But if you want to get them in GPPs, 20 max, 150, that's fine. One to three. I think I'm going to take a pass um, where I'm focusing. On, sorry. Where I'm focusing on is um, Calgary two. Um, Coleman, Backlund, Mangiapane. Uh, if you want to, you know, just do like a power play two stack, stack Backlund, Mangiapane, and I forget it. Oh, Shillington, it's pronounced. Oliver Shillington, I was told. So that is a nice little three man to get some power play correlation. Um, so that's where I'm at with Calgary. On the Buffalo side, 2.4 total at home. Not really interested, especially if Tate Thompson's going to go out against Linholm Kachuk. I'm just going to take me out on them, and there isn't much else down the lineup that I want to play. Yeah, um, Calgary, too, is what st stood out to me in this game. Like, I like that line when Monaghan was there. I like that line, honestly, even better with Michael Backlund there. I think they're probably similar players, and I think um, offensively and I think defensively, Backlund is just, you know, even at this stage of his career, superior to Monaghan. Uh, so that Calgary, two line is what I'm looking for. I mean, the Calgary two um, numbers, um, when looking at just Coleman and Mangiapane, 2.1 or 2.1 expected goals for 1.1 expected goals against like 64% shot share. These guys are just running the table. And with Buffalo's top line off the ice, the rest of the lines are just struggling defensively. Um, I think that's kind of expected. Like it was nice to see Buffalo have a strong, you know, first three, three or four weeks of the season, but this team just doesn't have the depth to skate with with a contender like Calgary so like I'm like you if people want to play your Calgary ones and your 20 max your 150 max or whatever absolutely go ahead but Calgary two is where I'm focusing in particular for this game uh add in Shillington for that uh additional power play exposure don't mind that um Shillington's looked really good this year like he's a guy that was supposed to be a big prospect defenseman for them like you know middle of the first round type defenseman uh when he was drafted um fell to the second round but he's still supposed to be a good offensive guy but, you know maybe it just took three or four years uh, to bring it around so i do like that calgary two stack nothing for me on the buffalo side i think this is just an awful awful matchup like if you want to the one guy i'd highlight is r2 roots aligned uh 2500 stoneman price top power play got moved there for buffalo that's basically all i'm looking at for the sabers uh on the blue line like correlating Anderson with the top line, Shillington with the second pair. I think that's kind of it. Yeah, that's it for me. I have no interest on the Buffalo guys. I guess like Mark Pissick, if you like someone puts a gun to your head and say, put a saber in your lineup, I think it'd be Mark Pissick. 
I mean, and Tokarski 6,700 absolutely has to be in play for us. Yeah, there's a goalie pricing tonight is crazy on DraftKings 6,700 to 8,700. There's so many guys, but these cheap guys, there's a bunch of cheap guys that I like tonight just from shot volume. So Tokarski coming off a great game, lots of saves. Uh, He's going to see some shots again. So you you have to put him in your consideration. I mean, let's face it. Like Tokarski hasn't been bad really, right? Like he has... 21 games with the Sabres and a 9-10 save percentage. That's not awful. That's about league average. So, um, you know, if you can keep that up, uh, maybe you can stymie Calgary a little bit here tonight. All right, let's move it along. Uh, New York Rangers, 2.5 implied gold total. They're going into Toronto. Uh, The Leafs have a 3.1 implied gold total. I was looking over some ownership numbers earlier. And, you know, Matthews is high, probably around 15%. But that's basically the only guy from the Leafs that we have in double digits. So like, you know, Matthews is going to carry ownership. He always carries ownership, but it doesn't look like the Leafs are really going to be, you know, super chalky here tonight. So um, what do you think about this game, Josh? Um, so Igor is one of those cheap goalies that's definitely going to be in consideration tonight. He's 6,800, but we'll get to that in a second. So the way the, the Leafs match up at home, they're going to send Tavares Nylander out against the Banajan and, and Matthews Marner is going to get Strom Panarin. Now, Strom Panarin may be average defensively, and it's an okay matchup, um, but Kreider, Zibanejad, and Goudreau have been awful. Awful. You can go look up the numbers. I'll spare you. Like We don't want to scare people away. So, like, I, I really like... Uh, I got them, actually. 34% shot share. 34%. Yeah, that's atrocious. Like, atrocious. So, I, I really do like the, the Kerfoot-Tavares-Nylander line. Nylander, the best uh, leaf... I feel like uh, Hulk when he or Thor when he gets on in Thor Ragnarok when he gets on the Avengers thing. Thor, the best Avenger. <laughs> but Nylander, favorite Leaf. If you want to go Matthews, Marner, Richie, not going to talk you off of it. But you know they do get the worst matchup in Panarin, Strom, Kako, Marner, whatever. With Matthews, <laughs> you want to do it, do it. Like Nick Richie, sure, like. I don't know. Just not a fan like of that iteration of the line. Put Andre Kasha up there. Put Bunting up there. Like Bunting Matthews Marner or Bunting Matthews Nylander, they have ridiculous expected gold numbers together and they broke them up before they could actually get going. But for me, this is a Toronto two game. And on the Rangers side, I'm not super thrilled about anything on the Rangers side. But, you know, with the line being Richie Matthews Marner, I think you can get to some Panarin Strom Kako in. Um, you know, MME in one to three, I'm probably going to be out on the Rangers. Um, so Toronto two for me, I'll have some Toronto one and MME. You can even power play stack as well. I absolutely love Toronto here today. They're one of my favorite stacks. Um, and it's the Toronto two line. I'm actually looking at it's Tavares going into that Zibanejad matchup that you talked about. I, it's just too good of a matchup to pass up. Like, 34% shot share, and we're not talking a small sample anymore. We're getting up near 70 minutes. And Zibanejad struggled last year, too. I know he came on, scored a ton of goals in the second half of the season. The Flyers. <laughs> like three yeah, games, exactly. like 20 goals. Um, you know, other than that, the defensive numbers weren't great. And Barclay Goodrow, a, a good depth piece, he's not a first-line winger. Like, I'm sorry. So um, I think it's a really good matchup for that Tabaras line going into the New York Rangers 
And the Rangers penalty kill is not good either, right? Like it's been mediocre to bad for most of the season. It's just been bad for the last few weeks, like bottom five uh, by shot share, bottom five by goals allowed and things like that. Like just a bad penalty kill. Getting bailed out by Igor big time. Yeah. And the Toronto power play is really starting to turn it around. Like they had generally had high shot rates all season and high expected goals rates, but they weren't scoring. Well, they're scoring now Uh, second in scoring on the power play for the month of November uh, per 60 minutes. So the Tavares line is where I'm focusing here for Toronto, any sort of power play stack for Toronto, I think is just fine. Um, I think that's uh, a way, a real good way to attack the Rangers here tonight. I know what's scaring me is Shesterkin, right? He, I think he's arguably the best goalie in hockey. Now he's probably in the conversation for amongst the four or five guys. That's what's worrying me here. So it's one of the, it's why I probably won't have like 30 to 40% Toronto, either Toronto one, Toronto two, I'll probably keep it closer to 20%, but I do like them uh, on the Ranger side. I'm out on this bandage ad line. Uh, I can get in on the Kako line. They have been better. That's the, I think that's the one bright spot for the Rangers is Kako Panarin and Strom. Ever since Kako came back like four or five games ago or whatever it was, that, that line has looked good. Probably their best line. Um, I just don't know if I want to stack that line two and a half total going into Toronto where the Leafs don't take a ton of penalties and all that anyway. Um, I think I'd probably stay away from the Rangers here, at least stacking wise. So Toronto's second line is where I'm focusing. Anything Toronto top six is fine, but it's the second line. That is my focus here on the blue line. We always talk crap about Morgan Riley and I, he's not a guy I want to play, but it is a good special team matchup for Toronto. So it's one of those things like if you have the salary, go ahead. But like if you have if you have like Matthews and Tavares in, I'm assuming you probably don't. So um Riley's not a priority play for me. Uh there aren't any priority plays on the Rangers side either. What do you think? Yeah, I, I mean Muzzin maybe at 3300 K. Miller, Min Price, but like I'm not going out of my way to get these guys in my lineup tonight. Yep, I completely agree with that. Uh, get access to all the great Osmo Plus tools and content for nearly every DFS sport out there with an Osmo Plus weekly pass for $29.95. This includes full access to all the premium content and tools on Osmo.com, including our player projections, ownership projections, lineup builder, and a whole lot more. more. Of course, if you're only interested in playing NHL DFS, then you can sign up for an Osmo Plus NHL package for as low as $3.95 right now. We also have a special going on for our college basketball DFS projections. Your first week is only $5 when you use the promo code COACHK, all caps, all one word, that's COACHK, C-O-A-C-H-K, for your first week of Osmo Plus college basketball for only $5. You can activate that coupon by clicking the link in the description of the video below this offer is only valid through uh saturday november 20th so two days from now uh you better get on that if you want to get in on some college basketball stop guessing start winning join osmo plus today all caps all one word coach k for your first week of osmo plus college basketball dfs for only five dollars all right let's keep it moving to the next set of games pittsburgh 3.0 implied gold total they're going into montreal the habs have a 2.6 implied gold total uh, the big news in this game is Cole Caulfield is back from Montreal, but he was called up from the AHL and they didn't have morning skates. So we're not going to get lines until uh, warmups. My feeling on this is they didn't call up Cole Caulfield to stick him on the third line with Jake Evans. You know, maybe they do because I don't have a lot of faith in this coaching staff, but I can't fathom that that's the actual reason. So I'm assuming the top line is to Foley Suzuki Gallagher or to Foley Suzuki Caulfield. Sorry. 
the second line stays the same. And then Gallagher moves down to the third line with Evans and then one of Armia or Lekin and I assume Armia. So I think Caulfield is going to go to the top line with Suzuki and Toffoli, but that's just an educated guess on my part. We don't have any confirmation one way or the other. What do you think about this game, Josh? I mean, in cash, it's interesting because if Caulfield, we get confirmations on the top line, he's mint price. So just something to keep in mind. Uh, what's This is a five and a half total. And there isn't much that I like, but what's drawing me to this game is the ownership on pit one. Uh, they burned a lot of people on Tuesday night, but their ownership right now is coming in at one and a half percent. And they're going to get the Drew and Dvorak Anderson line. And since the beginning of the season, that line has fallen off a cliff. They're very, they have very pedestrian numbers, 46% or 48% shot share. And they're not low event. They're not super high event, but they're not low event. No. They're like, I think pit one, one point, like I'm always against Pittsburgh one when they're chalk. I'm like, they're always higher on than they should be. I want to fade them. But if they're going to come in fully correlated on the power play, one and a half percent. Yeah. If it moves up to three, four, whatever. I want a shot at it. I know I just talked about, oh, Crosby's just coming back from COVID, this and that. But at that time, he was projected almost 20%. This is 1% Crosby. So I'm in on pit one tonight. Um, not too much that I like from a full stacking side on Montreal. Uh, Dvorak line I'm out on. They're going to get Crosby. Suzuki Toffoli either Gallagher or Caulfield is a bit interesting, but their ownership is way too high for me, like nine, 10% going up against a good defensive team. Yeah. Yar, uh, Tristan Yari, not my favorite net minder in the NHL, but <clears throat> Pittsburgh is pretty good defensively. 2.6 total home worries me a bit. So I might take some, some one-off pieces here, like a Toffoli or a Caulfield, depending where he is, but I don't think I'm going to full stack anything on Montreal. Yeah, the thing <clears throat> Montreal is that the Penguins don't take a lot of penalties. They're like 27th or 28th in time shorthanded this year. And they actually have a good penalty kill. Like, I think they're bottom five by goals against uh, while on the penalty kill, like per 60 minutes. So this is a terrible special teams matchup for Montreal. Not that we, you know, target them for their special teams, but it's a bad special teams matchup. And it's not a good five on five matchup. Like you mentioned, Pittsburgh has been pretty good defensively most of the season. So like, I agree with you on the Habs. I'm not full stacking anything uh, from their side. Like, it, I, I wouldn't say no to somebody stacking Suzuki, Toffoli, Caulfield, right? Like, that's going to be a relatively cheap stack. And I don't think a lot of people are going to be on Caulfield because they don't have confirmation uh, on his line slotting, right? So I'm not going to say no. I just don't think it's a good matchup in any regard. Uh, for Montreal and with that total I think there are just other spots I would rather go that are at similar prices so I'm with you completely on this game uh, Pittsburgh won I like I, I went into the slate assuming I wasn't going to play any Pittsburgh because I, like you I didn't think Crosby looked very good in their last game and in fact I looked at their expected goals numbers that game they're down in the 20s or 30s it, it was bad um, but 3.0 on the road perfectly correlated Montreal is seventh in time shorthanded on the season and their penalty kill isn't really anything to write home about like mid pack at best. Like, you know, Pittsburgh could do some real damage here tonight. So I do like them as, uh, as you know, play them in your 20 maxes. I'd even, you know, in your one to three, I think they're even fine as well. Um, I do like Pittsburgh one a lot here tonight. Pittsburgh two uh, sticks out to me as well. 
Um, Kapanen and Zucker have been really good together all season. I can't imagine Jeff Carter is going to make them worse. Um, I just don't know if I want to dip down to that second line where the top line is so low owned, right? Like if the top line was like eight, nine, 10%, that's one thing like going from 2% top line to a half percent second line. Like there's not much to gain there. So uh, I'll just take that Pittsburgh top line and run on the blue line. I did notice Jeff Petrie starting to shoot a little bit more, but I still don't want to play him at that price. Um, I guess David Savard might run into three pucks tonight. So he's in, in line for a block bonus. Anybody else stick out to you? Not really. Like Latang 7K. If you're, I, I'm not going to want off Latang, but <clears throat> if you want to correlate in Pittsburgh, one stacks, it's a little pricey, but I guess that's fine. Nothing really else sticking out for me, though. All right. Let's move it along then. Our next game is the New Jersey Devils going into Florida. The Devils have a two and a half implied goal total. Florida, one of the higher totals on the night, sitting with a 3.4, despite the fact that uh, Alexander Barkov is going to be out for tonight. Out for the next little while, it seems. They said week to week, I think, uh, with a knee injury. He got injured in the last game. We talked about that earlier. So Sam Bennett moves up to the top line for Florida. And Anton Lundell uh, is now on the second line for Florida with Carter Verhage and Sam Reinhardt. Um, ah. Those top sixes on both sides are kind of interesting to me. So I'm just going to let you take it away. Yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. I don't know what's going on there. But um, Markov being out, putting uh, our boy Sammy B at the top line is interesting. They're probably going to get the Nico Heischer matchup. And that, that line has been actually really good defensively. Um, so it does worry me. And they're projected to be 12 13%. So in GPPs, I don't know if I'm going to be getting too, too much Florida here. Uh, the ownership does scare me a little bit. Um, going into a good defensive line. It's, it's weird, too, because, like, the Devils spend a lot of time shorthanded. But they have a good penalty kill. So it's kind of like a double-edged sword here. So that coupled with the ownership is going to take – I'm going to be under the field on Florida 1. Uh, if you want to go to Florida 2, I don't know if I'd full stack – um, but I think, you know, Sam Reinhardt's an interesting one off on the power play at 3,800, um, on the devil side, I think, you know, you see these top six ownership percentages, they're, they're both about the same at one, one and a half percent. I think what I want to do is go to that second line. Um, they have very good numbers. <laughs> uh, Dawson Mercer does not look out of place at all. Like. I thought, you know, he was just another guy. He's not ready to come up yet. He looks great. Jesper Bratt looks good. Andreas Janssen doesn't look lost like he did last season. So I, I can see myself getting to some New, Jer New Jersey too here. They're going to get, you know, Lundell for Hagee, Reinhardt. And yeah, Reinhardt for Hagee, you know, like Reinhardt's a good offensive player, but I don't think he's very good defensively. Lundell's a rookie. He's supposedly going to be really good, but I don't know if he's there yet. So there's something to get out of this game. I think it's going to be New Jersey too. And I do like some pieces of Florida one, especially in cash, especially like Duclair being moved up to, to, you know, the top power play is, is nice. Um, I just, you know, their ownership does worry me a lot in GPPs. Yeah, it is high ownership, double digits, especially for not having Barkov. Like I'm a Sam, like we're Sam Bennett fans. This is a Sam Bennett uh, video show and podcast, but he's not Alexander Barkov. Like, let's just be honest about that. Like Barkov is truly one of the best centers in the league and Bennett is good. He's just not Barkov. So like, it does worry me, but Bennett and Huberto do have a history of success together. And that top line being perfectly correlated, I think, um, 
I'm probably going to come in right about the field with the Panthers. Usually, like usually when I 20 max, um, I'll, I'll try to double the field. Like if it's an 8% line, I'll go 50%. If it's a 10% line, I'll go 20% or something like that. Here, I'm probably just going to come in at like 15%, you know, three out of 20 lineups or something like that. And if I hit it, I hit it. If I don't, I don't. Because I think the special teams matchup is going to draw people here because New Jersey does take a lot of penalties. <laughs> but... Um, Sorry, somebody sent me a message. It threw me through a loop. Um, New Jersey does take a lot of penalties, but like you said, they are very good uh, on the penalty kills. So um, I don't think you have to jam in Florida. Like in your one to three, I think it's fine to not play them. You don't have to play them. Um, I'm probably going to get them in my 20 max. Like I said, I'm probably going to come in on the field. And if I nail the right line, if I nail it, if I don't, I don't. I do like that New Jersey second line. I'm with you. Their numbers, three point uh, three expected goals. Uh, per 60 minutes. I think their shot share is still north of 60% or right around 60%. So very, very good. Um, and the Florida Panthers, you know, take, they take their fair share amount uh, of penalties as well. Um, so, you know, Janssen Brat two man uh, with the Ty Smith on the blue line or something like that, I think it's just fine. On the blue line, I noticed Ryan Gray's prices come down. Um, not a lot, but he's now, at least now he's 4,900. I think it's, you know, you can consider him at that price. Finally, um, we always in play for us at 4,500 and the good ass always in play for us at 3,100. Anybody else? Did you miss your deadline to renew your Medicaid coverage? You can still send your completed annual review form to healthy connections, Medicaid. You may be assigned to another health plan, but you can ask to come back to first choice within 60 days of renewed Medicaid eligibility. It's your family. It's your choice. First choice is the right choice. Renew and choose us. Visit selecthealthofsc.com slash renew to learn more. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Not really. There's so many people priced around 3 to 3.5K tonight that you can play. It's just, it's, it's more like find something in your preference that you like and play them. All right. Uh, find your own preferences i like that that's good advice just for life in general uh we have partnered with yahoo fantasy this nhl season to bring you some great offers check out our exclusive limited time offer which gets you one free month of osmo plus platinum to qualify you need to be new to yahoo sign up for an account via the link below deposit and play that's it yahoo will send us your name after you play in your first paid contest and we'll reach out via email with your coupon if you need immediate access, email support at osmo.com and we'll get you set up right away. You can also claim a free $10 below, which can be used to enter any Yahoo contest. Make sure to use our DFS tools and projections designed specifically for Yahoo to give yourself the best shot at winning big. Um, see a couple of people in chat say no Barkov, no dice. I can't really disagree with that. That's not, <laughs> that's not something I can disagree with, but, but uh, thanks again to Yahoo. Uh, let's move it along to the next game. Tampa Bay Lightning, 2.9 implied goal total. They're going into Philly. The Flyers have a 2.7 implied goal total. 
Um, I guess the note from this game is we don't know really what the Flyers lines are going to be like. Uh, they changed them up last game. Uh, Coach Alan Vino said maybe there's a guy like a game time decision or something like that. So he's not going to offer any of the lineup. Um, the top line was broken up last game for the first time. All, I think all season, Couturier and Giroux were broken up. But they did leave the second line together. The hayes Fairby atkinson line. I skated the entire game together, and that's kind of interesting for me for a number of reasons. I want to get your thoughts on this game, though, Josh. Yeah, this, like it's just hard for me to prioritize anything from this game. One, the Flyers with AV, just a clown show, like with the lines, like not an AV guy. I am sick of this guy. I am so sick of this guy. Oh. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> It's going to be tough for me to get to Tampa one, just because like, I'm not sure it matters who Couture has on the wings. Like he's just that good. As long as he's healthy. I mean, obviously if it's like Zach McEwen and, and, and Travis Sanheim on his wings, I don't know why they do that, but like. You don't know why AV would do that. I know why AV would do that. Yeah. Cause totally. he's AV. Yeah. Um, but you know, as long as Couture has solid line mates uh i'm probably not gonna be on tampa one if you want to get them in mme uh 2150 i think that's fine they're fully correlated on the power play um where i'm interested in this game is flyer's second line uh i'm gonna attack steven stamkos until they move him <laughs> back to the wing um yeah the hayes atkinson Farabee line doesn't have great numbers but like hayes just came back uh they he looked decent the other night uh they're cheap they have no ownership. They're going to get Stamkos. Yeah, Vasilevsky's there. And yeah, Tampa Blue Line's supposedly pretty good. But this isn't the Tampa team from two years ago. They're not cup contenders. They can be had. Um, I'm not saying go, you know, go crazy with, with the Flyers here tonight on a 2.7. But at under 1%, you don't have to get much to go over the field. And I love attacking Stamkos. So for me, um, Flyers second line and... Tampa one uh, in MME, but nothing in one to three. I, I don't believe. Yeah. Clarence Stamkos, Joseph, that second line you talk about, not a ton of minutes, 40 minutes. So maybe, you know, four games together, 36% shot share, 66 shot attempts against per 60 minutes, only 37, four. They're getting absolutely throttled. So I do like that Philly second line here tonight. Uh, Fairby Hayes Atkinson coming in uh, with very little ownership, obviously. Um, just looking through our top stacks tool right now, they're coming in under 1%. Um, they're going to be one of the filler lines that I use here tonight. Uh, I think Fairby and Atkinson are both 30 goal scorers like this year, like potential 30 goal scorers this year. And Kevin Hayes is a 50.2 way center. Like that's a good line to me, I think. I think they're going to throttle Tampa 2 here tonight. So Philly. Second line is definitely uh, one of the priorities uh, for me tonight. I don't think I'm going to get to much else in this game other than that. I agree with you. I don't like Tampa 1 going into that matchup. We just talked about how bad Tampa 2 is, and like I'm not going down to Tampa 3 on the road on an 11-game slate. So uh, that's about it for forwards for me out of this game. Uh, on the blue line, like, yeah, maybe you play your Yandel with your Philly 1s, I guess, but um, there's just not a lot I like on this blue line, really on either side. Yeah, it's just like I want to get behind Proveroff at his price, but man, he's like 
He's just a block machine now. Yeah, it he's looks just like. a big Mikey Anderson. Oh, like, don't do that to me. <laughs> no, but like, oh man, he plays some empty. Like he's on the ice for thirty minutes, and he just like shoot the puck, please. Like Sam Heim and Ristolainen, I guess are okay if you if you like them. Uh, Sam Heim's been shooting. Ristolainen had a decent game, but for for me, like, there's not much on the on these blue lines. Like Tampa's blue line is a mess and a half right now. Yeah, and it's just the pricing too, right? It's not like they're priced super reasonably. Um, you know, Hedman almost 8K, Sergeyev yeah. almost 5K, McDonough north of four. Like, get out of here. <laughs> all right, San Jose, 2.7 implied goal total. They're going into St. Louis. The Blues have a 3.2 implied goal total. I'm just going to let you take it away right away because one of my favorite lines on the entire slate is in this game. I just want to thank Craig Berube for – thinking about us DFS players. Uh, thank you. <laughs> Very so, much appreciated. Yeah. Thank you, Craig. Uh, so O'Reilly, they reunited O'Reilly with Perron with Jordan Cairo. And I like that line. Um, they're going to get the Couture matchup. It's okay. You want to do that. But where I'm going, Pavel Buchnevich pouring out for the homie. Uh, Rob Thomas and Vladimir Tarasenko. Like, I love that line. They're going to get the hurdle matchup, which has been bad. Like, they have not been good this season. Uh, so, I really, really like St. Louis, too, tonight. You know, you get Booch and Thomas, power play two. You get Tank, power play one. Their ownership's in check right now. Now that we're clamoring about them, it might come up. But it's still reasonable. So, I, I do really like the Blues top six tonight. And, you know... I want to get behind the Sharks' top line, but like when they re- when I found out Timo was back, I looked up their schedule. They just they just been having tough matchups for the whole week. Like we're gonna have to wait till next week. Like getting O'Reilly Perron, like it doesn't scare me as much as going against Couturier or so- someone like that or Boston one. But like O'Reilly Perron is just like a sludge fest. So I think I'm gonna save the Sharks for another day. Yeah, I'm with you. I think either of the St. Louis top lines are fine. Um, I, they're both in play for me. I haven't done my stacks. I haven't done my lineups yet, but they're definitely both in play, um, especially where all six guys are on some mix of the two power play units, right? Like you can kind of mix and match or you can just full stack and you'll still get power play time uh, regardless. And it's that second line that's drawing me. It's just the combination of the players, right? Like Robert Thomas not a goal scorer, but he's a very good in transition, very good playmaker. Vladimir Tarasenko, not that great defensively, but he's an absolute sniper and probably one of the greatest players below the blue line, uh, one of the best wingers below the blue line in hockey. And then Pavel Buchnevich is just a solid two, two-way winger who can play good defensively and is good in transition. I'm, I'm sorry. I know that sucks to hear, man, uh, but he is very good. I just think it's a good combination of skill sets on that line um, so that's what's driving me uh, more to that St. Louis second line and, you know, ownership very well in check, three and a half percent, maybe it comes up to like 5% or something. I don't care. Uh, St. Louis too, absolutely one of my favorite lines on the entire slate. I don't mind San Jose too here, but they have been playing a little bit better. Um, I just don't see any real need to play them, especially where we have them coming in over owned for some reason. So St. Louis too is the only line for me out of this game uh on the blue line obviously scott perunovich uh is somebody that we have to keep in mind uh but he got moved up to 3k it's not just slamming the punt anymore anybody else stick out to you uh see we got a super chat from our boy nihas can you confirm if the deal is real tonight 
you got to stop with James Neal, man. If you want to, you want to put him in on the power play stack, like go for it. You want to leave, you want to leave tank off and put, put James Neal on your Buchnevich Thomas for some power play too on this 11 game slate. Giddy up cowboy, but it's not something I'm going to be doing. Yeah. Not like I am a guy that does that. Like I did that last year, Alex chase on in, in my Edmonton lineups and it does work from time to time. Just realize that a ceiling game for Neil here is a goal, like a goal and two shot. You're getting 12 points or whatever from him. That's the most you can hope for. It's like not going to say no, but it's just not something I would do. I don't think uh, he's necessary here tonight. Uh, we have an awesome hall of fame here at awesome.com where we like to celebrate all the people that have success. Uh doesn't matter if it's hundreds of thousands, tens of thousands, or just hundreds of dollars. We celebrate them all the same. And if you want to get into the Osmo Hall of Fame, this is how you do it. You download the Osmo avatar from Osmo.com slash avatar. You place in the top three of a contest with over 5,000 contestants, and you tweet the wins to the Osmo Hoff. That's Osmo HOF account on Twitter. That's it. You can win a free month of Osmo plus platinum, but please realize you can only win one free month every calendar year. And you'll see uh, some of the shots uh, from the Hall of Fame pulled up. We had a six-figure hit uh, not long ago uh, from basketball over on uh, – somebody took down the monster over on FanDuel. So great job uh, to Jordan Lockhart. Locks 262. Um, but uh, he won six figures. But then, the, you know, we see Pickens taking down what looks like uh, the Daily Dime. Uh, we celebrate those wins as well for $25. Um, it doesn't matter if you win thousands or hundreds, we will celebrate you. So the Osmo Hall of Fame, just download the Osmo profile pick at Osmo.com slash avatar and then tweet your wins to the Osmo Hoff account. Just make sure you're top three in a contest with at least 5,000 people. All right, let's move this along. Dallas, 2.6 implied goal total. They're going into Minnesota. The Wild have a 3.9 implied goal total. Uh, Minnesota completely changed up their lines. They went back to a checking line of Jordan Greenway with Joel Erickson Eck and Marcus Foligno. Uh, probably the best checking line in hockey. They're going to go up against the Hinton Pavelski line. The second line is Zuccarello with Hartman and Fiala. And then the third line is Victor Rask flanked by Freddie Godreau and Kirill Kaprizov. I think there's stuff to like up and down this Minnesota lineup, Josh. What do you like in this game? Yeah. Uh, so that checking line is going to take me out on Dallas. Well, Dallas, they're going to get Dallas one. It's taking me out on them. I was sad. I wanted to go back to my boy rope rupe fiasco, but we'll save it for another day. Um, man, I can't believe I like Ryan Hartman at center tonight. Like I, I like that line with Fiala and Zuccarello. I think Fiala and Zuccarello can dry, like pick Hartman up on their shoulders and carry him a little bit here. Like, they're going to get uh, a matchup, a good matchup on Dallas. Like, Dallas isn't very good. They're looking old. Um, maybe they get Sagan. Maybe they get, you know, Jamie Ben. Whatever it is, like, they're going to get an old – like, I think they'll be smart enough if they're going to send out a checking line against Hints to keep their scorers away from Fasca. Like, I would hope so. Hope so, so, you hope so. So, I think Fiala is going to get a – uh, that line's going to get a pretty good matchup here. So I, I do like that um, Fiala Hartman Zuccarello line. Um, if you want a one off Kaprizov, I think that's okay. I just wish he wasn't with this Victor Rask. That doesn't do anything for me. So, so really, this, this is a Minnesota two game for me. On the Dallas side, 
there's really not much there that I like. Maybe someone on the blue line, but I'm pretty much out on the skater, especially like we talk about not going against lines like Joel Eric's neck. It's not hyperbole when he's with Felino and Greenway. They are the best checking line in, in the NHL. Like it's not hyperbole. They are. I have the numbers in front of me. 43 shot attempts against for 60 minutes. 1.2 expected goals against for 60 minutes. 1.3 actual goals against per 60 minutes. That's that's a goal every like six or seven games against or something like that. It's absolutely crazy how good they are. So, yeah, out on Dallas, like one way you could attack Minnesota is a power play stack from Dallas, but then you're just including a bunch of guys that are going into that even strength matchup and you're really banking on at least two power play goals here. So, I'm with you. I'm out on Dallas. Like, if you want a one-off Haskinen, I think Haskinen makes a decent one-off here tonight. Um, you know, if they get it going, it's probably going to be because of him uh, generating it from the blue line. So that's it for me from Dallas. On the Minnesota side, I agree with you on the second line. I also like the third line, and I think that one probably gets, like, seriously like seriously overlooked here. I could oh, see yeah. I could see Freddie Godro coming in at, like, you know, under 1% ownership or something sure. like that. Um I don't think you have to full stack the line, um, but I do like any two mans from that third line, you know, even a Godro, uh, you know, Capra's off or something like that. I think it's just fine. Godro is a much better player than people realize and getting that depth, the depth stars matchups is going to be good for him. Um, again, on the blue line, I like Haskinen. Uh, Minnesota, there's nobody that's like really sticking out to me for super value. I do like that Dumba's price has started to come down. Um, that seems reasonable as a one-off. What else do you think? Yeah, I mean, Spurgeon as well. I, I just, you know, it's, it's not necessary. Like, I, if they were cheaper, then I can get behind it. But if you like them, play them. They're just a little bit out of my price range for me. All right. Um, let's keep it moving then. Winnipeg, 2.9 implied gold total. They're going at Edmonton. The Oilers have a, a 3.2 implied gold total. These two teams just faced off um, a couple nights to go and i think it was very very illustrative of how these games could go uh winnipeg won 5-2 had the lead going into the third period and then uh edmonton just bang bang couple leon dry power play goals like 90 seconds apart um that's something we talked about a couple days ago is just how bad this winnipeg penalty kill is and that really makes edmonton a dangerous team here i mean they're a dangerous team every night but especially tonight yeah Edmonton power play stack is how I'm going to do this because dry is not with McDavid right now, but that can change like in an instant, especially at home. Like I get, they try to break them up on the road sometimes for matchup for like to get, you know, Leon out against better matchup, but like at home they can dictate matchups. And I think I, I would be shocked if they don't play at least half the game together tonight. That's just conjecture. I could be wrong. Um, it's just they always end up playing a bunch of shifts together anyway, right? Like McDavid will go out and then Dryside will go out and then McDavid will go out with Dryside or something like yeah. that. You know what I mean? They just play so many minutes that it, it always just overlaps anyway. It's yeah. Like, yeah, when you play half the yeah. game, you're going to end up playing together at some point. So, yeah, I mean, Edmonton power play stack is how I'm going to attack this. Um, you know, for as good as Connor Hellebuck is, he can't, he can't save them, their penalty kill. Paul Maurice, not really sure. You know, he's not a very good defensive coach, but there's a lot to like on the other side here too. You know, McDavid's going to get Shifley, Ehlers, Cop, and that kind of takes me out on them. If you want to get to them in some MME, that's fine. One to three, it's going to be a no for me, but where where I'm looking right now is Pierre Locke, Dubois, Kyle Connor, Blake Wheeler. Like Connor, I think, like 
I'm a huge Ehlers fan and I think he's great, but like Kyle Connor is legitimately getting up into the top tier wingers in the NHL and he is just not stopped shooting the puck. Okay. And then, you know, uh, Pierre, you were telling me before the show about Pierre Locke Dubois shot rate and they're going to get a good matchup here against dry side Yamamoto, Nugent Hopkins. They're just not good defensively. So I really like this Winnipeg two line tonight. Yeah. Um, I'm with you. And just to kind of illustrate, um, just how good uh, Dubois and Connor have been. Um, I think it was since they returned from a road trip. It was a tweet I saw, I think, from Chris Meany. He's a guy that does some NHL betting and stuff like that. He's like, Pierre-Luc Dubois is over four shots per game over his last nine games or something like that. Um, Kyle Connor's just, his shot rate has just exploded. But it should be noted, Kyle Connor's shot rate has just been climbing every season for like five years. It's just the last couple seasons have been bigger jumps than the others. But it has been a steady progression. And like you said, they're going to get uh, some good matchups against that second and third line uh, from Edmonton. So I do like that Dubois-Connor two-man a lot here tonight. Um, I think they've been great. Like, I, I think we kind of have to give Dubois – we talked about it earlier this season. Give Dubois a break for that trade last season, and you know, in the middle of the COVID season, having quarantine and all that stuff. Um, so I'll be going back in on the Winnipeg second line. You can full stack them. Um, you can one off them, you can do whatever you want with them, but Connor Dubois and Wheeler is where I'm focusing in this game. But obviously the Edmonton power play, um, is the soup du jour, uh, from this contest, uh, on the blue line, not a whole lot that really sticks out to me other than correlating Tyson Berry's back to the top pair for Edmonton, which means he's back playing more than over 20 minutes a night, which means he's running the power play top power play, which means he's actually in legit consideration. Uh, for the slate evan bouchard moved down to the third pair man that sucks yeah poor one out for the homie bouchard my dogs are going nuts because my son just went upstairs and we got a new dog he, he named him bacon pie and he's riling everyone up but we got the barks on winnipeg too uh tyson berry on the top on the top uh pair is good for edmonton power play stacks bad for them defensively uh so barry if you're you know power play stacking winnipeg too if you want to go against Barry yeah but uh Winnipeg too if you want to go with the dogs as well obviously um we have you know a handful of minutes left before we get out of here if you guys could uh please like and subscribe it really helps us look good for our bosses and click that little bell uh for your note for the notifications whenever we do go live uh, we have lots of shows all through the day not just NHL NFL NBA we'll talk about that in a second, but we do have more games to get to. Columbus 3.0 implied goal total. They're going in Arizona. Uh, the Yotes have a two and a half implied goal total. Dimitri Yashkin, of course, out for Arizona for the rest of the year. Um, I think you and I are both looking at kind of the same things in this game. So why don't you just take this away, Josh? Yeah. You like Columbus too? All right. I like the Columbus top line tonight. Jenner, Bjorkstrand, Nyquist. Their numbers are absolutely silly. Uh, I'm sure you have them in front of you. Um, they're very good. They're very pricey. Uh, I mean, Nyquist helps bring the cost down at 3K. So if you want to full stack them, you can. Uh, I, Arizona penalty kill is bad. Arizona, everything is bad. Uh, everything is just bad. So I, I really do like Columbus tonight. If you like the cylinder um, Voracek line, go to them. I have no problems there as well. Um, I, I prefer the Jenner Bjorkstrand line. If you want a power play stack, go like Jenner Bjorkstrand Voracek or Jenner Bjorkstrand Sillinger. I think that's fine. 
I'm out on the Coyotes. Yeah, the only thing I'll say about Arizona is maybe Dyson Mayo. His price has come down a few hundred dollars. Um, if you want to try to lock in a block bonus, I guess he's a guy. But uh, that's it for me from Arizona. On the Columbus side, like they're gonna the Columbus top line is probably gonna get some of that Beagle Erickson Roussel third line. I don't know if you guys have been looking at the Beagle Erickson Roussel numbers, but Beagle and Erickson together this year under thirty percent expected goals, under forty percent shot share. Beagle and Roussel, 45% shot share, 48% expected goals. They're going to get run over by that Columbus top line here tonight. Um, and Arizona's penalty kill is just atrocious. Prob like, even as it's improved in November, it's still bottom three, bottom five in hockey. It's just, a, it's improved from last overall on the season. So uh, I absolutely do love that Columbus top line. I know, People are probably going to play uh, either of the top, like, like I agree with you, either the first or second lines. I think people may gravitate a little bit more towards the second line because, you know, Bjorkstrand's north of 7K now, and that is really expensive for a Columbus skater on the road. So, like, him and Wierenski is over 14K to stack the two of them. So, I think people are going to stay away from that stack, and that's why that's probably the stack that I'm going to go to. So, like, a Jenner, Bjorkstrand, Wierenski or something like that, that's where I'm focusing uh, on this game obviously I do like Wierenski on the blue line but he's a little expensive so maybe Jake Bean 3500 uh, what do you think yeah Wierenski if you can fit him Bean I like as well on the Coyote side I agree with you with uh, Dyson Mayo for the block shots it's about it like Chikrin 6400 is too much all right let's move it along Detroit two and a half implied gold total they're going to Vegas the Vegas Golden Knights have a 3.1 implied goal total uh pretty much status quo from vegas uh still those uh still the guys hurt still the guys in covid protocol doesn't look like anybody in or out of the lineup that i saw unless i missed something so um just gonna ask you what you straight up like from this game josh i like detroit too uh i also like vegas one but of course they're over owned drives me nuts that a vegas line is always over owned and you know but it's fine i think this is a really good spot uh dad enough up to 3,700. He's up a grand from the other night. Um, they're going to get the Larkin line, and that is very high event. So I can get behind Vegas one for sure. You want to go to Vegas two for some power play two. It does worry me a little bit. Their ownership is high too. So and I, and I like Detroit two a little bit here tonight. Pia Suter, Sedinas, uh, two man. They're coming in around one, one and a half percent. There's 6,000 for the two of them. Gets Get you some power play stacks in there. Uh, so Detroit two, Vegas one. You want to have some Detroit one for some FOMO and MME? Go for it, but it's not something I'm going to do. Yeah, um, both the Detroit top. Like I like the Detroit side of this game better than the Vegas side. I honestly do. Um, both teams have been very high event, but I see more. Like I can't believe I'm saying this. I see more skill in the Detroit top six right now than I do the Vegas top six. Like Vegas just is still injured. They need their guys healthy. That's the problem. So. Um, I really do like Detroit's top line here tonight. Um, Larkin, uh, Bertuzzi, Raymond, no ownership, by the way, like none, 0.1%. Um, do like them a lot. And then the second line is one of my favorite filler lines on the night. So I'm with you. I'm all over both the top line and the second line. There, it's going to be a high bank game. Um, so I think don't mind them trading chances here. Um, we only have a couple minutes left. 
Uh, before we get out of here, just want to remind everybody that we have the Yahoo NFL Thursday night live show uh, coming up next with Kaufman and Greg, and then the Jock Market NFL Thursday night show coming up after them. Uh, and then later on, of course, we have our NBA double dose of the deeper dive and then live before lock starting at 530 Eastern. All right. Last game to get to Carolina is going into Anaheim. Carolina is a 2.9 implied gold total. Anaheim has a 2.6 implied gold total. I think it's going to be Anaheim one against Carolina one. And that kind of takes both top lines out of the mix for me. Anaheim two and three have been just getting absolutely Darth Vader choked this entire season. I love the Carolina second line here tonight. I don't even mind the Carolina third line. What do you like, Josh? Yeah, on the Carolina third line, if you want to get, you know, stall Niederreiter in there to get your power play stacks, and I think that's perfectly acceptable. But my my focus here is on Carolina two, Teravine and Trochik. Natchez, I think they're going to run over whoever they get, Zegris, Milano, Cookies, or Mason McTavish, Lundstrom, like, it's, there's just nothing there. Um, so Carolina two for me, uh, something to keep in mind going forward, Zegris Milano actually has pretty good numbers together, but, but until like dinosauritis, whatever his name is, leaves that line. Um, I'm probably going to pass on the ducks and Troy Terry cannot keep scoring like this. It's ridiculous. Yeah. That's the thing with Anaheim's, uh, with Deloria. he's just dragging down that entire line and it's a 45% line. They could probably be break even without him, but they won't be. So yeah, Carolina two. Absolutely love that matchup. All right, we got to get out of here, Josh. I'm going to ask you for your hat trick pick and your goalies. Uh, my goalies for tonight, uh, Gibson and Blackwood. And my hat trick pick is Jonathan Tavares. Who you got? I also like Gibson. I also like Igor. Uh, Blackwood is fine, I think, in correlated Devils lineups. And my hat trick pick is Vladimir Tarasenko. All right, there you go. Tarasenko. And John Tavares are your hat trick picks. Uh, we got to get out of here. Uh, we will be back uh, Saturday morning with a show. No show tomorrow on Friday. Uh, for producer Mike, for Josh and Bacon Pie, this is Michael Clifford, a.k.a. Slim Cliffy, saying good luck tonight, everybody. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.